Hello, and welcome to another week of Divine Downloads here at Holistic Fashionista. If you're new to my podcast, my name is Angel. I'm the founder of Holistic Fashionista, and we are a community-based platform supporting those who are here to help create the new earth. I've got an incredible friend and colleague today. Her name is Nicole Volpetti. She is a spiritual teacher helping women to awaken by embracing their spirituality. And today we're going to be discussing control issues and how they can block abundance. So I am, obviously, I know you're a Virgo, I'm a Virgo. We can have a little bit of control issues here. So I feel like this is going to be a really enlightening topic for those of us who are overachievers, go-getters, but we also want to embrace abundance and prosperity. So thanks so much for being here, Nicole. I'm so happy to have you. Thank you, Angel, so much for having me. I'm so excited. Yes, this topic is perfect for Virgo season. <laughs> awesome. Okay, so let's just talk about control issues as a whole before we go into the whole abundance. So, you know, what, what does a control issue look like? What is, how does it show up in our life? Yes, so good question. I used to think uh, my control issues were related to being a type A personality or they, it was a personality trait of mine. And I used it almost like a superpower to get to where I wanted to go. But the energy I was putting behind, you know, my will and use, exerting my control over every area of my life was actually the energy of force. And when we are forcing uh, anything, we are reducing or applying that level of frequency to our outcome, right? So the level of energy we apply to anything will dictate our outcome. And I was doing, you know, that in a lower vibration without realizing it. So basically what I'm hearing is anytime we are trying to fit a square peg in a round hole, we are lowering our vibration. We're changing the frequency to actually not get us what it is that we want. What is it that we're trying to control is actually the very thing that is preventing us from having it. That's right. When we are striving towards anything, we're putting off the energy of overcoming an obstacle. It's like we're fighting rather than flowing, which is more a growth energy and a flourishing energy, which is a higher vibration. So going after what we want isn't the problem. It's how we go about Okay, so let's discuss how we should be going about it. So for those of us who are needing to re, uh, reverse engineer getting what we want, because I feel like our society is very much in, still in the divine masculine energy, which is more of that Mars energy about getting things done, doing things in order to achieve. But we're leaving out that divine feminine energy, like you mentioned, which is about flow. So what's the first step that we need to take in order to reverse engineer this concept of control in order to have what it is that we desire? Yes, exactly. And you nailed it. It's, it's really leading with that masculine energy that uh, most of us are trained to do that blocks us or uh, eliminates that divine feminine piece, which is flow. So understanding that control really is a symptom of, of a bigger issue and getting to that issue and the root of that issue is how you can change your habits. So for myself, that was doing inner child work around trust because control is really a symptom of lacking trust. And if we lack anything, you know, we are putting the vibration of fear off. We're living in a lack 
you know, vibration. So doing the inner work, getting to the root of why you have these control issues. Perhaps you grew up in a chaotic environment where you weren't sure you could rely on your parents for that nurturing emotional support or physical support. So you started relying on yourself, you know, so you stopped trusting in others. And for myself, I stopped trusting in a higher power to help guide me. Okay. So, okay. Lacking trust. So um, just as a personal anecdote, you know, I grew up really having to depend on myself. So I'm sure there's a lot of listeners today where it's like, well, if I didn't, you know, get things done, I, you know, if I tried to rely on somebody else or something else, it wouldn't get done. So what kind of advice do you have for those who, you know, are, are, have really programmed themselves in order to be able to survive in some regard? And you nailed it. It's really that surviving that we're doing. So it's changing our perspective that we get to do better than survive. We get to thrive in life. And when we're only relying on our, you know, outlook or perspective, we are limiting ourselves to those possibilities only. And our higher self knows that there are unlimited possibilities for us, right? Abundance is our birthright, as they say. And, um, in order to really help you get through that process of, of identifying the root is really understanding what you need to let go of, right? What are we holding on to? That belief, right? That you said, I am the one dictating how I survive is going to limit you and your ability to co-create with the universe, right? It's going to limit what you attract because you're relying solely on yourself. Okay, so here is the big burning question because this is something I'm always talking about and it's this concept of let, letting go. What, okay, when people say you just need to let go, you just need to go with the flow, what does that really mean to let go? For myself, it was again connected to trusting, trusting that the things that are happening to us are actually happening for us. And when I shifted my perspective of why is this happening to me rather than what is the message here, right? What's the lesson here? It kept me in that higher frequency of trusting that I am being guided all the time. And if I am not open to that guidance and I'm solely relying on myself, you know, I found myself on the wrong path in life, right? I had to start redefining things for myself um, by really connecting and going inward and doing the inner work, which is a lot of shadow work. And I know a lot of us like to bypass that shadow work when we are trying to manifest. Okay. So let's talk about shadow work because that's probably the one thing that people, they've heard the word kind of thrown around, but what does it mean to do shadow work? Yeah, for me, and you know, you can define that. There's a lot of talk about that, right? In the spiritual community. And for myself, it was really learning what areas I needed to heal in order to shift my outer reality. A lot of times we think the solutions to our problems are outside of us. We're trained to do that. And when you start doing the inner reflection work, uncovering the issues that you have that maybe have kept you stuck because you have some bad habits or you're just really uncovering why, like for example, you have control issues and what they're linked to can help you release those bad habits and create new ones. Yeah, I know. I can, I can say from a personal anecdote here, just last week I was, 
you know, subject to my own control issues. And really it took me a, a whole day. Usually it would take me a lot longer than that, but it took me a whole day to kind of snap myself out of this like need to control. And it had to do with like moral and principle. So for those of the, for those of us who are going through trust issues and it's like, you know, there is so many, um, I don't want to say untrustworthy people, but there's just things in life that we cannot be naive to. And whether that's a circumstance or a person or what have you, at the end of the day, there's still something within us that we're holding on to. So when we're looking for the lesson, which you mentioned here, you know, we're, we're doing that inner reflection. What is the lesson? What is the lesson? You know, how will it show up? Like, what is there like a tool that we could use? Is it meditation? Is it, you know, is it talking to a friend? My favorite tool for self-reflection is journaling. I feel like it's underrated. It's talked a lot about, but it's underrated in the fact that you have voices in your head. We all do, right? And it's understanding what voices you identify with, what voices your ego versus your soul. It's really understanding that that higher guidance is trying to come through to you. And for me, journaling is the best way to channel that higher guidance. So should someone just like, like write down how they're feeling? Like what is like an exercise they can do while they're journaling to, to actually get yes. that inner reflection? Great question. So one of my favorite things to do is ask myself why five times. It's, it's a concept that's out there. I didn't make this up. Mm -hmm. But when you constantly, you know, ask yourself a why after you answer each question, you go deeper and deeper every time. So why do I have control issues? What do I get out of controlling people or situations? You know, why does that make me feel good? If, if you, you know, so it's a matter of asking yourself why over and over and over again until you get to the root. Yeah, the why ladder. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about here. So it's funny because there's a guy, his name is Noah St. John, and he has this, um, concept of kind of changing how you do affirmations. And instead of at saying like, you know, I am grateful, I am this, I am that, he has this method of asking questions because there's something about asking a question that connects to the subconscious mind. So why am I so abundant? Why am I so amazing? Why am I so, why is my skin so beautiful? And it kind of reorgan, even if we do not have those things in the physical, when we ask a question, it stimulates the subconscious, which eventually brings it into uh, the material world. So I think this kind of goes hand in hand as far as like this why ladder of asking yourself, you know, why is it that we do these things? And then slowly that will start to also seep into the subconscious mind. I love that. I love that. It's almost a reverse. It's the abundant side of doing the work. Beautiful. Okay. So we've covered basically like, you know, what the control issues are really, which are trust issues. And then coming from the lack of trust, we come to learn that we have to let go. So we have to let go and we have to be in the flow, which is more that feminine. We have to look for the lesson, which is really about asking yourselves, um, you know, why is something a certain way? Doing that inner reflection, also known as shadow work through journaling. Is there anything else we need to know? Because I feel like control issues, they show up with everybody, regardless of their zodiac sign, regardless of what they're going on in their life. And it might show up, it might show up in such small little ways that we don't even recognize. Is there some examples of control issues that people wouldn't even normally think that it's a control issue, but indeed it is? Oh, such a good question. Mm -hmm. um, 
you know, I realize it shows up in the little things like traffic, right? How you handle, you know, uh, the small things that can either make or break you in that moment. And it's letting go of the little things that are out of our control in our day to day that helped me learn how to let go of things like selling a house against all odds, right? The bigger things that look logistically impossible, but you know, the universe is always guiding you. So start with the small stuff, like not telling your husband what shirt to wear or letting your kids pick out the outfit. You know, those types of things will really help you manifest trust. Yeah, I think we don't realize how much energy control exerts. You know, like to have control, like trying to be controlling in your relationship or like you said, with your children or even in your business or what have you, like it exerts so much energy that cannot be used for something else. So if we're feeling tired, if we're sluggish, if we're not feeling whole, we have anxiety. These are all to me like symptoms of something that we are still holding on to. You couldn't have said it better. It's exhausting. And that is really what broke me. I was exhausted and I was tired of doing it on my own. I'm a single person. And so emotionally, I felt, you know, very alone. But when I connected with that inner self and started really tapping into that higher power and guidance, I never feel alone anymore. I always feel supported. And if I slip, I remind myself through journaling, meditating, as you were saying, we have the tools to get there. So beautiful. All right. Well, this has been an enlightening topic. Obviously, we're running out of time here. Is there any final words you'd like? Anything I didn't ask you that you really wanted our audience to know today before I let you go? I just want to end on the message that life gets to be enjoyable. The journey gets to be fun and easy. And, you know, there are tools to help us get there. So um, doing the inner work is how we change our outer reality. Oh, beautiful. All right. And so remind us what your website is and your Instagram so that our listeners today can find you. Yes. My website is creativegirlcorporateworld.com and my Instagram handle is creativegirlcorporateworld. Oh, I'm so happy to have you here. This was, I needed this. I actually needed this talk last week. So thank you for your tools and tips. Thank you for your insights. I'm so grateful to know you, Nicole. It's been an absolute pleasure today. Thanks to our audience for tuning in to another divine download. And until next week, everybody have a beautiful rest of your day. Thanks, Nicole. Thank you. Bye.